Okay, so to uh, page Peihei. So again, just continuing on with this mouth that he's talking about uh, in terms of cost, right? So that was la- the example he gave yesterday was, again, talking about a situation that is a frustrating situation, but not, no one in particular to be angry at, but just a frustrating situation. So like, uh, again, the example he gave was, uh, you know, blowing out a tire. So t- if you remember from, even in, in non frustrating situations that it's a rabbinic shalom that allows the car to function to begin with. So Mela, when it stops functioning, it's also the rabbinic shalom, so it at least alleviates, you know, it gives voice to the nefesh kiss. And with time, uh, the nefesh of Ahamis is uh, subdued, you know? So in Kuftas Vav, that's right, to Peihei, uh, on page Peihei, a piece Kuftas Vav. So he says, Hamai says that Mufur this mice, this like example of this is 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 almost mafresh in Torah. It's obviously the, the story in Chumash that reflects this is not about a car, but it's talking about a donkey. All right, similar. Who is that? What's the story? So Bilam, you know the mice with Bilam. Right? So Bilam is going on the road to curse Klal Yisrael, which is also related to anger. Right, the curse is uh, you know it's not it wasn't just. In the stand, like for Bill to curse, it wasn't just like saying words, it was with uh, spyless, you know, with emotion. And to curse, it means you have to be angry. So the whole Billam is in a, so in a certain sense, he represents anger, you know. The Asin Revetzis Umenaz is Darkai, and so he's going on his donkey, and the donkey, for whatever reason, Billam doesn't know why, the, the, uh, the donkey just uh, crouches down, refuses to go, keeps on veering off the path. So Bilam is thinking that this is the choice, this is just the asin, uh, you know, disobeying. But we know the truth is it wasn't like that at all. So the donkey was not, uh, you know, uh, misbehaving on its, because of its own choices. It was because of the malach, the angel that was there, stopping it from being able to go. The messenger of Hashem, Kalaymar. It's stopping and its inability to continue on. It's a, it's a, clear, it's a clear result of the Rabbanu Shalom's So Bilam doesn't realize this. So who is he angry at? He's angry at the donkey. Then, then his eyes are opened up, right? And he sees the Malach. So he understands what was going on. So Haven Shain al Milichai, he realized that there's no one to be angry at, ang- angry at. And it's definitely not the Austin's fault. No. So if a person had the, the seichel to understand this. So Yavin Shain Lichas al Magashmi. So it's ridiculous to be angry at physical things. It's not it's not their fault. Allah kol bakal mikol kol Everything everything's from Hashem. When it's working, it's from Hashem. When it stops working, it's from Hashem. You know, when you yeah, you, you you know you buy something from the store, that was Bashkach or uh, if you lose it, you know, even before you get to use it, you know, like somehow, you know, you put it in the car, you know, by the time you get home, you look, it's not there anymore, right? Nothing happens. It's also from Hashem, right? You were meant to uh, just have his cashless with that item for a few minutes, whatever the case may be. You're supposed to lose the money. You're supposed to, you know, Blow out the tire, or whatever the case is, it's all, uh, it's, it's never us anyway, it's part of the plan. <laughs> so he says, Yasko, a person has to realize, that if you are, if a person is angry, that's the one to be angry at. That you don't want to do. 
that you don't want to do. So yas gadol yavin. So a person has to understand. Shakol eska b'chaim eino elim abari oilim bolvad. It's a good law. It's a good sentence. Our entire asik in this world is with Hashem. Like it seems like we're we're involved with people and involved with things in it. Our asik is with the Rabbanu Shlom. We pair, we we focus our attention on Hashem. You know, it's like the Gemara says. Uh, it's Gemara Megillah. It's based on Sukkim. Let's come out before Shabbosukim and say for Daniel that uh, the pasuk says the pasuk says that Vesamti Kisi Ve'elam. It's pasuk in Daniel that uh, that Hashem says. You know, since the base of English was destroyed, there's no Malchus based David. So where is my throne? Says Hashem, where's my throne? So, so the Pasuk says that I'm placing my throne in Shushan Abir, which is Be'elam. The, 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 the Shushan was the city and the district, the state that it was in was called Elam. The Samti Kisi Be'elam. I'm placing my throne in Elam, right? Vishbat Misham Sarm Melech Vasarm. And from there I will destroy kings and, and ministers. So the meaning of that is, is that it looks like our even in Purim, right? It looks like Aresik is with Achashverish and Haman. Good thing, like, you know, working things out for Klaus show. Aresik is not with them. It's the Rabban Shalom. It's all, it's, that's the whole of Purim, is that it looks like we're being Isaac in these things. Hamelech is Akadish Baruch. It's not the Rabban Shalom's throne. Instead of it being in Yerushalayim, where it's like obvious, that's Hashem's throne. Hashem's throne, or His, what does it mean a throne? It means His jurisdiction, how, you know, how He, how, uh, how, you know, things are, are commanded to be, things are directed. That's what the throne means, to be a melech. It means that you're in charge, that you're being manhig. Where is the, where is the, you know, where is the uh, government office, you know, from which all the hanhaka comes from? The answer is, it's in Shushan. Or it's in, uh, you know, Elam. There's the word Elam. Not, I'm not pronouncing it like a Litvak now. Elam is Ayin Yud Lamed Mem. Elam means, that's the name of the place. Elam is Lashon of Helam, of Hidden. Right? That's where Hashem's throne is. But our involvement is always with Hashem's throne. Not with Haman and not with Achashverish. Those are just Levushim. Those are just costumes, you know. So he says, Don't, not, A person should not put their focus on the Emtsoyim, on the... On the, on the means. We have to focus our attention on what's behind the scenes of all these things. That's Hashem Himself. Nothing more, nothing less. That's, that's ultimately the truth. That's ultimately the truth, yeah? We always hear about the like, I don't know, I don't know, like, a lot more, like, not, there's, like, a, a way to go to, a, a certain tzaddikim, what would, like, a chutz, like, a chutzpah, like, whether it's crazy sars, like, a chazal murder, would do certain things, is that, like, an avayda only for tzaddikim? Is that? Well, is that connected I mean, listen, we have, we have examples in chazal of very big tzaddikim that chazal say were metir tvarim kalpe maila, that they, that they spoke in a way of, uh, of chutz, but the Rabbanishlan, like my Shabbenu is an example, you know, Chana, uh, the mother of Shmuel is an example. There's other examples too in, in modern history as well. Uh, you know, to, to you know, to, to make that choice, you know, to you know, I could I could daven in a way of Rachmim, or I could daven in a way of like real chutz and nazis, but it's not for me; it's for the Jewish people's sake. That takes big shoulders to be able to do, you know. It's not so simple to do that. I would say, like, you know, stick with the Nusach of the Siddur, you know? 
type of thing. But but when we're talking about but then but then there's something else, which is the person has dinas, the person is upset and frustrated, and they don't want to keep that in. They want to express that to the rebbeinu shalom. See, Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe Rabbeinu, it was a choice. The Moshe Rabbeinu chose to dive into the rebbeinu shalom on our behalf in a way of chutzpah. Lechana, it was a choice, you know, and that was a choice that those tzaddikim made because they felt that that they had to whatever. So if it's a matter of choice. I would say not to choose that. Sana was a personal situation also. It was personal, yeah. but she was big enough to be able to to separate her, her negias from it, and and she was doing it l'shem shemaim, and that was the mahalach of tefillah that she so chose. But when you're talking about a personal, you know, just a person has tainas, so that's an interest. We do find such an idea that, you know, that it's an expression of, of amuna. It's just an unripened, underdeveloped, immature amuna. It is a muna because you're talking to Hashem and you're frustrated with them, but it's clearly it's clearly immature. Even, even, even just uh, like you're down for refuah, yeah. Like, not in such like a chutzpah dig away. You're just saying now, like I say, your relative, you're saying Hashem all my relatives. Listen, this is why at the end of davening we say Yul Ratzin and Rifi Vagin Libi Lefenecha that Hashem let my words and my thoughts be Ratzin. Like you're you're sort of asking forgiveness after davening. You know, like what, 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 what could I have said and thought by davening? It doesn't mean that I had bad thoughts by davening. Was it saying you like whatever thoughts of davening I had, it should be l'ratz, right? So you guys can catch what I mean. Mela, I should, I should uh, apologize or be misspelled that the rebbeinu should be okay with the fact that I had non tefillah thoughts by davening. But that's not what the, that's not what it's talking. It's talking about the tefillah thoughts of David. But those those thoughts are good. The answer is, every tefillah has some level of chutzpah to it, right? Yeah, whatever I'm davening for is on some you know. Obviously, again, the Rebbeinu Shalom has decreed it, and I'm trying to fight against it. So on on some level, there's chutzpah. So the question is just like in Madrigus, like how much of that chutzpah is being expressed, and how much is like. You know, subconscious or whatever, but there is, there's always a level of azas, and that's what we dive for. There's always some level of chutzpah. There's always some level of chutzpah. The question is how much and how much to express. Why is Meyer if we start with Vuhurachim Michar Bavim? What? what? The answer is because Mayrav is a tefillah that's established during the time of darkness. It's only Rishas anyway, right? So, it, it, you know, it's one thing if it's an obligation. So I'm mechoyiv to be chutzvedek. So it's not like taina. But I'm not mechoyiv to daven Mayrav, like originally, right? And Mayrav is a time of darkness. So there's a natural inclination to be a little bit more, to have, you know, to, be, to take a little bit more personally. So even before Mayrav, right? So it's like, you know, I have to ask Mechila going into this. There is a level. There is a level of like the Ishbitzer gave him mashal. He said that, that you know what tefillah is. He, he talked about it in the beginning of Parshas Hazria. He says that the the mashal davening is. Let's say you have a person that needs a, you know, he needs Yeshua, whatever the case is, you know, and uh, and he has an opportunity to to present his request to the king, but his mazel is that he doesn't have like nice stationery to send in a nice piece of paper to the king. Like all he has is like a ripped envelope or something in his pocket. Like he has to with a crayon or something. He has to scribble it, and he re, and he re, and he presents that request to the king. Now, 
the king grants his request because his request is a chash of a thing. But he has to ask Mechila for, for the, the, the fact that it was requested on a scrap of paper with, with scribbled in crayon. So this just says, that's all tefillah. So what we're davening for, of course, the chefts of tefillah, the Rebbe wants it. But we usually give it over on a, on a ripped envelope, scribbled in crayon. What does that mean? Megias and Tainus and Chutzpah. And, and uh, yeah, those are necessary. Uh, that's all we have. Those are, the, those are the materials that we have to give. But we have to know going in that there is what to be, there is what to ask Mechila for just by the very nature of davening itself. It's a very subtle Israel We have to daven. And davening therefore requires, we, we have no choice but daven and it's a mitzvah. But there is some level of, um, of chutzpah that's required in davening, which itself demands a mechila, which is also helpful in how davening works, because there's always, in order for things to get done, there always has to be a sar lazazel, you know? So in order to allow the tzils to go under the radar and to be accepted, the sudden has to say, oh, for sure, let, let that in, because the sudden is thinking, a uh, ripped envelope, ripped uh, scribbled crayon, this guy's going to get it over the head. So the sudden allows the piece of envelope in, and the melech you know, you know, says to the sudden, yes, yeah, talking terrible, but with a twinkle in his eye, and he gives the person what he needs. And he just, okay, just say Yul Rotson and you'll be fine. You know what I'm saying? That's how Tefillah works. There is some level of, uh, there, yeah, there is. Evan byproduct. There is a byproduct, but that itself is part of the tikka. Like that itself is part of the tikka. You have to throw the sarlaz also, you know. That's part of the tikka. Was Hannah would have been answered? That was the only way she would have been answered. It's hard, you know. You can't, you know. It's uh, it's hard to it's hard to know whether she was uh, she was uh, she was in a via. I'm saying like she obviously understood and she felt that was the way her davening had to be. So it's hard to say if anything else was possible. I don't know, but I mean, you know, that was Ailey. Ailey accuses her of being a drunk, right? Drunkenness is also it's the psilus of wine, you know? It's like, um, literally, right? So, like, alcohol is the psilus of wine, right? The, the, the grapes ferment and uh, the sugar, like, the, the byproduct. That's literally what it's called. The byproduct is, is alcohol. And so there's a certain level of, of arahaman in drinking, right? But when it comes to tefillah, you need that arahaman. And that's, that's how tefillah works, because otherwise the guards are too cautious, they're not going to let that envelope in, you know, if it's on nice stationery, you know what I mean? Because they don't, they don't want, you know, they want you, the, the, the sudden doesn't want, the Aleph doesn't want the tefillahs to be accepted, and the sudden wants it to, be, to have even more tsars. So he says, oh, okay, this is perfect, right? There's no way it's going to be accepted if it's scribbled, scribbled on an envelope, and you'll get even, uh, even, even more tsars from it. So call it kavod. Says, that's how the Rebbe wants. He wants the byproducts. That's what Purim is, right? Everything is drinking. Because that's what alcohol is. It's the byproduct. And we become like Hannah. We could talk. 
Because the whole Yontif of Purim is there's a lot of psilos, you know, there's a lot of byproducts, there's a lot of sarlazosos, and that's how things get done. And Kippur is like Kippurim, right? So there's always that sarlazosos. It's, it's always a good call to know Bechlal. When things don't go our way, you have Kavan, it should be the sarlazosos, you know? You have, to, you have to throw the dog a bone, and then bigger and better things could happen. It's usually like that before Yontif, before a big time. There's always the sarlazosos, things always go a little bit, you know? You know, that's the... Uh, that'll be a kapar. That'll be a kapar, right? That's what it is. It's all good things. But there daven and, and, and davening demands a certain level of mysterious nefesh. What's the mysterious nefesh? On a deep level, the mysterious nefesh is the fact that I'm, that I'm allowing myself to be chutzpah, that I'm allowing myself to give a ripped envelope to the king. Uh, you know, on a deeper level, I mean, everything you're davening for is elokos. You're always davening for the shechina k'tayesha, right? But yet the words that you're saying are about refuah and parnasa, klein ezachen. Right? But that itself is chutzpah That's the ripped envelope. So you're scribbling, uh, it's a design. It's a design for, for the king to, to, that's what you're talking about. Like, yeah, that, that's, 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 that's what tefillah is. That's the byproduct. And, and that's what the Rabbanishalim wants, really. So you, you say, and you go with, with uh, you know, confidence that, uh, that it's accepted. And, and the Rabbanishalim is our father, and he gets it, and that's what he wants. That's that's the way of the world, and and Davin Melech is underappreciated, you know what I mean? So, and that's part of his atzlocha is the fact that he's underappreciated because he's under the radar, and there's no kitrig against it, and and that's uh, you know, and there's a lot of byproduct to it, but that's that's the beer, that's part of the tikkun. You know, right, it's a it's a big sugi. Okay, thank you. We should daven. That's the girl.